0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Nick. You can find us at Hyperclean Specialists on Facebook or go check us out at hypercleanstore.com. We have an, uh, an interesting episode today talking about the car industry. I get a lot of questions about what's going on in the car market. I got some on the Ask Me Anything. So I wanted to dig into where we're at. We're about halfway through the year and we need to revisit where we are at where where we are at, excuse me, in the car market. There's a lot of times where people are just going to say things because of what happens at their local dealership or whatever. We discuss that at every time we have one of these conversations. This is independent uh analysis from a company that's for a hundred years has been analyzing what's going on at dealerships manufacturers, etc so everything I'm going to be sharing today is not an opinion unless I tell you hey here's my opinion on this, but the data the the numbers the the things i'm going to be sharing this is all from uh an analyst company that all they do is is stay on top of what's going on in the automotive market, okay? So this is highly 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 reputable data. So here we go. We got some good news in the new new car area, okay? And that good news is new car supply is up 75%, 74 to be exact. There are 793,000 more new vehicles than last year at this time on lots we've seen supply go up massively the average days of supply which is really what dealerships look at there's 51 days worth of supply on average across all brands now what are days of supply well in in the time when we had the most cars on dealerships those were well over 100 days worth of supply Okay, you have some brands that are operating at that level now. Not sure every brand wants to get there. You have some that are operate, operating well below even 51 days of supply. But days of supply is important because that's how dealerships calculate their interest that they're paying on every car sitting on the lot. So the more days a car sits on the lot, the more interest they've paid to floor that car. So days of supply has always been. The metric used of how many cars are at the dealerships. Fifty-one days of supply is much better than where we were a year ago or two years ago, but the reality is we're still well below pre-pandemic levels. Uh, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I don't know if we're ever going to go back to pre-pandemic levels, but it is up significantly. Some brands aren't, and we'll go through that. So, let's talk about You know, some major brands examples of their inventory and how many, you know, days they have. So we're just going to do this by which brands have extremely low supply. You have brands like Honda, Toyota, Kia, and Lexus, well under 30 days worth of supply of cars. Honda being damn near 20 days. Marty's talked about it at his local Honda dealership to our warehouse at HQ. We, we always say this all the time. I don't know what's going on with Honda, I don't know why they're operating at such low inventory. They're doing it for a reason. Either they're not trying to pump out cars, they have major malfunctions in their, in their manufacturing still, or this is a new business model they're going to chase. I don't think that's really been clarified by anybody, but they have the lowest amount of inventory across the country when it comes to cars, and it really isn't that close. Toyota being second, Kia, Lexus. All of these companies are operating with extremely low inventory. Toyota, I know for a fact, wants more inventory than they have out in the world because you only sell the most cars by having the most cars. So I'm not sure what's going on at Toyota. I haven't dug into that for this conversation, but maybe I will at a different time. Now, let's look at the companies that are on the high supply side, Ford, Audi, Dodge, Jeep, ram and the top of the list is jaguar who has well over 100 days of supply dodge jeep and ram have an extreme amount of supply because when i went through some of their vehicles jeep being the the one i went through the most they have jeep renegades that are sitting on the lot for 200 300 days at this point they're having real trouble moving their inventory why that's a problem for the dealership is, remember, they're they're paying interest on every single one of those cars to sit on their lot. That's called flooring. Here's the interesting part. I don't see Jeep discounting. We just shared in the specialist group, I think a week or two ago, picking up a, a, a brand new Jeep Wrangler. They still aren't discounting at the level you think they would be, with all the cars they're sitting on. That's got to be coming down the pike. Look for that to really hit at the end of the year if their supply stays elevated because what happens in those scenarios for those companies is exactly what you would think. The end of the year comes, they need to dump a bunch of inventory before the new year car comes out, new year truck, new year Jeep. You could be seeing major incentives towards the end of the year with these brands. I think Ford's going to get hit hard by incentives. Audi. Not so much, but, you know, you'll see them do some things. But Jaguar has got to be beside themselves because they can't even sell cars when no one else has cars. So that's a brand that's just, you know, close to its last leg. I mean, it's never going to probably go out. I mean, I guess it could be canceled, but I don't know why Jaguar is struggling other than they've alienated the sedan. They've alienated any type of brand recognition. I'm not sure. So then we get into what brands are discounting the most right now there's all these people that tell me there's no deals on cars well jeep there's some deals again specific ones they're carrying heavy inventory on you're going to get a six per six to seven percent discount on jeeps rams nissans those types these are the brands offering the most discounts and what that means is let's say you go there msrp is a hundred thousand dollars on the vehicle they're giving you 6 to 7% incentive off of the sale price to try to get you to buy the car. And in some dealership cases, you're going to get a lot more than that. So there are more things coming in the incentive world. And even Honda, who doesn't have a lot of cars, is offering 2 to 3% incentive for you to come and buy a car. So we are seeing the return of incentives at a very, very, very high rate compared to what it used to be. I would say this: Stop waiting for things to go back to pre-pandemic. I, I'm going to buy a car at a cheap discount, especially when we go through some of the used car numbers. Here is something that nobody ever talks about, and I think this needs to be made very, very, very clear. There are a lot of cars that I look at, a lot of trucks that I look at that I don't think should be more than fifty, sixty thousand dollars. When you look at the fit, the finish. The 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 paint system, the driving experience. I'm with everybody. There's very few cars that I think are worth more than seventy five thousand dollars. It takes a, an upper echelon car for me to start thinking, man, that's a ninety thousand, hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. You got to realize the world's changed. What do I mean by that? Number one. The supply chain may be back to normal, but the supply chain is inflated on price. So everything these car manufacturers are getting in are still at an elevated price. So their cars are costing more to build. Labor is going up. All over the world, labor is going up. You can hear all these stories that labor isn't going up. It is going up. It's going up even in our business at HyperClean. It's going up in your business in detailing, trying to hire people. So you got to remember that, yeah, Ford may be still building a fifty dollars to $60,000 truck, but they need to sell it for $85,000 to make money on it. They haven't improved the fit and the finish. They haven't improved the interior that much. Yeah, they've put a bigger screen in it. Big deal. That's just the normal now. That's just the normal. We looked at every car brand for my wife when she wanted, when we were upgrading our family car, I put her in everything BMW X5M all these different cars. They were elevated pricing. I didn't care. I wanted her to have what she wanted to have, but she would get out of cars and go, "Eh, I don't like it that much. Yeah, I get it. I mean, we're paying an elevated price in today's car world. Now, if the economy falls off the cliff, which none of us know if that's going to happen, and I mean a real cliff, like you know the markets go down by 50%, we have some kind of catastrophic Situation the economy, we could see all this stuff dive massively. none of us can predict that, and look, if I could predict it, I'd be on a yacht somewhere I wouldn't be you know talking on an auto detailing podcast, and if you could predict it, you wouldn't be detailing cars probably you'd be betting against the market. That is the only way this probably ever gets back to normal is if we have some catastrophic, massive economic event i I don't know when that's going to happen or if it's going to happen I mean. I think the economy has to take a dip, but even a dip isn't going to reduce these prices 45, 50%, which is where they would make a little bit more sense, especially on certain brands and certain models. I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, the other thing is new car financing is averaging like 9% on the loan. Used car financing is averaging close to 14% on the loan. I mean, think about this. You used to be able to buy new cars at you know 0%, 1%, 2%, if your credit was good enough. Now you could have good credit and you're paying 7.5%, 8%. Average credit, you're paying 9.5% to 10.5% on a new car. The world's changed, man. And when you start to dig into half of 2023, being able to dig into this data. There are going to be some alarming things in the used car. The new car stuff is normalizing in certain parts of the market. Honda sitting on 20 days supply is not normal. They should be over 100 days supply in a normal car automotive situation. They're 80 days away from that supply. Toyota is is 70 days away from that supply. So they have a real supply issue. I have no idea why they're struggling to get cars or if they're making a business decision. And remember, Dodge, Jeep, any of these companies can immediately shut down manufacturing tomorrow. They've done it before. They can do it again. That would immediately drive the supply of their cars down. They could unload some of these cars, and now you're in a supply and demand issue again. They, they have every right to do that. They, they, plenty of factories have been closed for three and four weeks at a time in the middle of summer. For years and years and years, it's happened. We haven't had it happen during the pandemic, but the question is, what if it happens now? What if a company just says, hey, we're going to shut factory for for four weeks for quote-unquote maintenance on our factories? They do it all the time. They could reduce this, this supply overnight. And the other thing is, are dealerships going to take the oversupply? If you're a Toyota dealership and you're making money hand over fist at this point in time and you're not having to carry all this interest debt, the question you have to ask yourself is, Toyota going to go to war with their dealerships and say, hey, you're taking all this inventory. What if what if that's another fight? Who knows what we're really looking at here, but things are normalizing. Again, new car supply is up 74% in the last year. Almost 800,000 new vehicles on the lot this year that weren't there last year. So we're seeing it. Absolutely start to normalize, but nowhere back to pre pandemic levels. Let's talk about used cars. For those of you trying to get into the advice game and talk to clients on a real level, this is something you want to listen to. If you're a person looking to buy a car, this is something you want to listen to. Used used car supply is down 10%. They only have their negative 256,000 cars over last year. That's a big drop. That's a big drop. What's that tell us? Well, you have some other things happening on the wholesale side of things, which drives the used car market through the auction market. You're starting to see prices dip what people will pay at auction. You're starting to see dealerships reduce their offers on used cars. What could we be seeing here? We're seeing a weaker consumer. We're seeing uh, higher interest rates. So it's tougher to get people into these cars could we see this normalized? Yeah, we could see this jump in the next 6-12 months where it's not down 10%, it's up 40%. It's up 50%. Prices have come back down. Again, pre-pandemic levels, I doubt it, but here's the crazy thing about all of this. When you look at used cars and new cars now, there's almost no reason to buy a used car unless you're buying a really older car. Like let's say 10 years or older. Okay. Because you go and look at a three-year-old F-150 platinum and you look at a brand new F-150 platinum, you could be talking about a three to $4,000, $5,000 difference in that purchase. It comes with no manufacturer's warranty or anything like that. I'd rather just get the warranty. I'd rather just pay the extra three or four or $5,000 and buy the new one. And so there is going to be pressure on the used car market. It's already happening in the auction market. We see those prices, wholesale prices, dipping a little bit. We also see dealerships not willing to pay such a high price on trade-ins. The question you have to ask yourself is, when would I buy a used car? Look, if I'm buying a 2010 F-150 lower mileage, don't care about a warranty, I'm going to save you know $35,000 on buying a new one. Okay, that's probably worth it. But if you're talking about ten, fifteen dollars 15000 difference, 10000 or less, you got to buy the new. And this is where you get into that advice game. You know, Billy Bob that tells you he always gets a deal on a truck and he knows what he's talking about isn't looking at the data. There's not a lot of deals to be had on used cars at this point. This is the most bizarre thing that's ever happened in my life in cars. I was buying a ton of used cars five years ago during the pandemic, I basically bought one personal vehicle. Of course, we bought some collector cars during that time, but I used to flip cars, you know, three to five a year. I could buy, uh, I could actually buy 12 in my household, you know, six under my wife's name, six under my name and not have to have a dealer's license. It was good times for me for a lot of years. You look at it now, I haven't wanted to be in the used car market for what? going on three and a half years now. It's just been completely insane. And the insanity's still here. They don't have the supply. Why don't they have the supply? Well, because not every dealership that runs Honda, Toyota even has new cars to sell. So as the minute they get a used car, they're getting it out the door. That's not staying on their lot very long because you got guys that need to eat. They're ready to make a move. And so I think you look at all of this together and you say, there's no doubt we're going to see the car market get healthier for the consumer, but the used car market's going to take some time here. We are seeing dealerships and wholesalers start to come back to some common sense and say, look, we're not taking in all this risk at these high numbers. We can't finance everything, everybody at these high numbers. We're going to start to back off on it. But the crazy part is The repo market should have basically put a huge dent in this. They're not repoing cars fast enough. You see all of these things start to add up in the used car market, and you go, hey, man, if I'm talking about buying a car right now, my best place to go is the new car market. That's never been the case, except for during the pandemic and where we're at now post-pandemic. It's probably better to buy a new vehicle, again, unless you find a private party deal. Those are still out there. But if you have anybody that's selling private party that's done any of their research, they're probably asking for an elevated number. I have been given some offers on things like Rivian's, things like Lucid's. There's some data in here about electric vehicles have taken a real uh, diminished uh, value here, 20%, 30% falling in some instances. We've seen Lucid's struggle to sell for 50% of what they were bought for. There's no doubt the electric car market is a much different part of the market I'm not going to get into all that. Most people aren't buying used electric vehicles at this point. That's why they're having such trouble moving them because people don't trust that they're going to last. There's got to be the driving force behind that. That's pretty common sense. I think the interesting part of this is Ford and Ram and Chevy's getting there are going to have more truck supply in the next six months than they've had in the previous three and a half, four years. I think you're going to see incentives go through the roof. I am really curious what October, November, and especially December look like for these manufacturers carrying elevated supply for the first time in three to four years of how aggressive they get to try to move these trucks, cars, Jeeps, whatever. I think... That's what you got to hold out hope for. If you're looking to buy a vehicle, I'd wait for those last three months of the year. And especially in the month of December, you may be able to find yourself something that looks a little bit more normal than it has the last three years. Again, I get so many questions about cars. I am not an opinion guy on cars. A lot of the time I look at the data and I give clients my recommendation on the data of course, I can inject my opinion of whether I like the car or don't like the car or whatever the case may be, but this is valuable data for those of you that are, have asked me about, you know, I want to be smarter for my customer or I want to be smarter at buying a car. This is the type of data you have to be logged into, and I hope you find some value in what we did today, and I'll talk to you guys next week.